T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining me right now is the uh, one and only Howard Simon, who after 18 years is calling it a career in the sports broadcasting business. And, Howard, you've been a staple at WGR for more than 18 years now. I mean, you were the voice many people would wake up to while enjoying their morning cup of coffee. I mean, I know this has been in the works for a while now, but you've made the decision to step away. Can you just explain why? Well, once you decided to leave our morning show, Brayton, I found it very hard to continue. <laughs> Is that That's not – no, okay. Why? <laughs> uh, it, you know, for a number of reasons. There's no one answer. It's just the right time. You know, for, for a number of things, where my life is, where my, my work life has been, how much the work life requires on a day-to-day -day basis to do this job, as you well know. Just a number of things came together, and it just felt, I think it kind of has felt like time for about a year or two, to be quite honest. But the way things are lining up, I just thought, this is the right time to step away. And I'm, it's completely my decision. No one made me do it. Um, our, our bosses have been fantastic working with me to reduce my schedule and now understanding that I'd like to go away completely. Just it was it's the time to step away. It's been plenty. I know you grew up in Long Island, but your, your roots to Western New York were kind of established back in your college years going to Buffalo State College. After a few years of being away from the region, working in other other radio stations, I mean, what made you decide to make that jump back to Western New York and make your living here? I always loved it here. I had such a fun time. You know, I am originally from Long Island, so I went to college at Buff State. I wasn't, uh, you know, in the hinterlands. I wasn't in Fredonia, Geneseo, Oswego. I was in a good-sized city. I had two major professional sports teams to talk about because this was after the Braves had left. I liked the city. I liked the teams. I liked everything about Western New York. In fact, if I could have convinced somebody to hire me in Buffalo out of college, I wouldn't have left. I wouldn't have gone anywhere else, but I needed to go get experience, you know. So I worked in other, a couple other cities, but I had an opportunity come up at a station in Niagara Falls, one of the guys I went to college with. We were together at the campus radio station. They were looking for a sports guy. He said, hey, I know this guy. I went to school with him, <laughs> opened up the door for me, and it worked. But, yeah, I, I never wanted to leave. I would have loved to have just worked in Buffalo right out of Buff State. It would have been great. You, you wrote in your, uh, your piece at WGR550.com that you always knew growing up you wanted to be a, a sports broadcaster from a young age. Who inspired you growing up to get into the profession of being a sports broadcaster? Well, one, my dad. Uh, my dad was around the business. My dad was uh, directed the telecasts of the New York Mets, the New York Rangers, and the New York Knicks. So we were always around games. We were always at Shea Stadium or Madison Square Garden. We were meeting coaches, managers, players, and broadcasters. So I met 
you know, the Marv Alberts and the Jim Gordons and Ralph Kiner, Lindsey Nelson, Bob Murphy. These were the legendary broad team broadcasters that I grew up with. Listened to all the games on the radio, watched the games on television, met them in person. I love sports, and when I met them, I don't know, it just I just thought that's a really cool way to make a living. I didn't necessarily want to do a sports talk show. Because growing up, quite honestly, there weren't any. There was no all-sports radio station back then. But I knew I wanted to be involved in sports, and I wanted to be in broadcasting. And it's really from age like, I don't know, 9 or 10. It's the only career I ever even thought about. When you were growing in the profession here in West New York and in Buffalo, getting supplanted, who did you look up to in the profession and kind of latch on to when making a career for yourself in the business? Murph. Mostly John Murphy. Um, when I was in college, I think Stan Barron was still working at BEN. So I, I would have heard his work during, you know, I, I assume it was one-on-one sports then. I know it was when Murph, Murph was there. But I got here in 89. I'm working at WJJL in the falls. Yeah, I used to listen to Murph on BEN. I'd, I would get done with my day. I'd be done like 6, 6.30. And I would turn on one-on-one sports almost every night. And that's the guy. Like, I, I always looked up to Murph. I respected him a great deal. To me, like, BEN – more so than GR at the time, BEN to me was like the station to work at. Like that was the respected voice in the community. And I, I, th- I knew Murph was respected by sports fans. Like that was it. So when that position opened up and they were interested in me, that was like the dream job at the time for me. So back in 2004, you officially joined on with WGR, becoming the morning show host with Jeremy White. Take me back to when you made that decision and decided to make the jump to sports radio full-time working at WGR. Well, quite honestly, I was in desperate need of a job (laughs) because I had been at Empire and I had been at NSA and then everything happened with the Reguses, right? Now, I wasn't fired right away. A lot of people were were laid off before Empire went dark. I wasn't, but they gave me the opportunity, me and, and Jim Brinson was still there at the time, they gave us the opportunity to run our own show independently. So I did. I had no other jobs. I didn't know what else to do. I wasn't relocating. So... Basically, I was still on the air at NSA selling my own show. I really didn't want to do that. I, I have no desire to be a salesperson. It's, it would be tough to do a show and be out there trying to drum up business. I'm, I have to sell or I can't get paid. I had no employer. So I did that, but I realized this is not a long-term solution. What do I do? And again, I didn't want to leave town. Knock on wood, just so happens management was making a change in the morning show at GR. They knew I had contacted people. They knew that I was interested if anything opened up. They decided to make a change. They talked to me about the job. I accepted the job and they paired me with Jeremy and the rest, as they say, is history. What kind of significance does it have to you to be able to work with somebody like Jeremy for more than 18 years at this point? I mean, you guys, along with Show the Bulldog in the afternoon, you guys are among the longest tenured sports anchors, co-hosts in the entire nation in terms of sports yeah. talk radio. I never lo- I've never worked with anybody that long. I'd never been at a, the same place for more than, I think it was six years at Empire and NSA, and I, I didn't have a co-host the whole time. So I'd never worked with anybody like that. It's It's been really cool. It's amazing because um, he's very, well, you know this. I'm not telling you anything. You don't, He's extremely talented. And I've said this before, and I mean this. I don't mean this as a knock in Buffalo. Jeremy is big market talent. This is not a big market. This is top, what, 75? I don't even know. It's mid-market. He's talented enough to be in New York or Boston or L.A. or Chicago or the network. He's that good. 
So to work with someone like that and to see that talent firsthand has been really phenomenal. And he's a, he's a, he's a great guy to work with, too. And he's, he's made my job so much easier. Um, I really know that he's just – whenever we're sitting there going, what do we talk about next? What are we starting today's show on? He always has the answer, and it's always right. And in the last couple of years, honestly, the poor guy's been carrying me. I mean, I, you know, as I've been – as it's been getting more challenging for me to do the job, I've had to lean on him more. And he's just on the ball. It, it's been a really good chemistry, you know, I think I've only been with my wife longer than I've been together with Jeremy. Uh, so it's it's worked out really well. I, I hope for both of us. I know it has for me. What kind of growth have you seen in Jeremy? I mean, you talk about just the way he presents himself and his professionalism and him being a, a guy that could be on the big market. But just talk about maybe the growth that you've noticed in him and also just what you see for him going forward now that you're essentially passing the torch on to him. Yeah, he's fine. He'll he'll be fine. It's He's the old man on the job now, so good for him. Yeah, I, I think – he, as we all do, you come in at, I think he was 25 when we first started working together, and you come in, you got all this energy and this and that, and you just, you know, you're just going, you're just talking sports and everything. And he, as time has gone on, he's understood, you know, how to do this and how to do that and structure and, and different topics and what would work well today and how to get the audience involved, like the nuts and bolts of the business. Maybe you don't know all that stuff when you're 23, 24, 25, but as time goes on, the more shows you do, you understand all of what makes a show successful and how to have a flow to the show and an organization and all, and all the stuff that you got to learn comes over time. And he's got it down pat. I mean, he had it almost from day one, quite honestly. But as time has gone on, he's, mat, you know, check all the boxes you want to check on what makes a successful talk show host. Plus, it's been, you know, from a personal standpoint, watching him grow and get married and have kids and kind of complaining off the air about some of the things that I used to, you know, when you hit your 40s and you got kids for the first time and all that stuff. It's been actually funny to watch the personal side of Jeremy go from where he was then to where he is now in life. When you look back on your 18 years, 18 plus years at WGR, what will you remember the most about your time here? Yeah, I don't know. So I've had that question before, Brayton. It's going to sound kind of sappy, but a couple things. I mean, mostly the people. You know, I there have been good days on the air. There have been bad days on the air. There is no. I've I've said to everybody, there is no. There was never the championship moment. I would that would be my answer. If the Bills ever won a Super Bowl, or if the Sabers won a Cup, while I was doing this, there's no question that would be the answer. To be able to experience a championship with a Buffalo team. Okay, it never happened. So there's a lot of different individual days that would be there, but for an 18 year stretch. It's the people that I work with. You know, the, the family, there's like a family feel to the morning show, right? You, uh, the many producers, Jeremy, now Joe, you know, the folks at BEN like Randy Bushover and Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski and John Zach before that and Joe Beamer, Weeze and Janet and Nick over at Kiss and Rob Lucas. You, you know, if you're stupid enough to get up at those hours, there's like just you become a kind of a tight-knit family. So I will miss as much as I would come in and complain every day, oh, my God, it's so early. What the hell are we doing here? I'll miss coming in and seeing those people in the morning. And, you know, yeah, it just it became a really tight-knit group. I'll miss that. And, of course, I mean, obviously, I'll miss the listeners. I'll miss the 
communication, you know, that we have, right? Because I think listeners, if you're doing this long enough, listeners and a talk show host almost become a family together as well. Like they feel like you're part of their family because they hear you every day. So I'll miss that back and forth, the communication with the public. It was a bad loss the day before. You know, maybe they'll help me out, pick my spirits up on the show. Or if it was a great win, man, I can't wait to get on the air tomorrow, get all the calls and start talking to people about what, that was such a great win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll miss that. I will not get that give and take with anybody other than if I just, like, hang out in a bar and just talk to people. <laughs> well, I mean, if somebody was to ask you in in a very short, brief way. Best I don't do anything short and brief. I, I'm I know. Talk I know. I'm trying. I'm My challenging God, I go to late. Here, I go late to the break all the time. I, I know. Short and brief. I know. But if, if somebody were to ask you a good way to describe your time here at WGR, how would you best be able to do that in, in the briefest amount of time that you can? Okay. Um, okay, I'll keep this very brief. He made my listening fun. That's it. Done. There. There's short and brief for you. I don't need to remember anything else. I hope that people had fun listening to our show, that we were a daily part of their lives, and they always looked forward to 10 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever, on demand. I would love that. Boy, love listening to you and Jeremy every day. You always made me smile. And also, you you mentioned this in your article. Is that short and brief enough? Yeah, I think so. You okay. mentioned this in your article at WGR550.com. Just nice plug. Being able to 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 be a service of service yeah. to the fans of Western New York. I mean, what has this community meant to you? I mean, you you made your roots here. Yeah. You got married here. You had you know you had Jonathan yeah. uh, here. I mean, just what does it mean to you to be able to to have your roots and say like you know you weren't born here, but no. you became a Western New Yorker. I've lived here longer than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I was born in Brooklyn, raised on Long Island, and if you think about it, I really left home at twenty two for my first job out of college and I haven't been back since. So I'm going on almost 40 years being away from Long Island and 30, almost four of those are here in Western New York. So it's meant a lot to me. Yeah, this is, this is home for me. This is where my life is. This is where, you know, I do, I have put down roots and I got married to a local gal and I raised a son here and I, you know, made a name for myself in the community. It's nice to know that, you know, people remember the work I did here uh, over the time that has been put together in the market. So, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, Brayton, but it's just it's nice to know that I was able to stay in one place for a long time and hopefully leave, you know, successfully. Now, I know you've had a number of producers over the years. No one as good as you. <laughs> I hope the other guys aren't the other six guys. Aren't listening. I, was, I was just about to say, who's your favorite producer? You know, that's like asking someone who their favorite child is. <laughs> I love all my children. I loved all my producers. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't answer that question. Figured. That's okay. Because uh, they, they all had to put up with me. <laughs> so that's not an easy thing to do. Oh, jeez. Putting up with you was, was nothing. Being putting up, up with early, Jeremy was nothing. Putting up with me, being late to the break, moving commercials around, getting yelled at by sales and the program director because we were always going late to the break. Our producers had it tough on the morning show. So <laughs> you guys all did a great job. Well, listen, I, I'm, I mean this when I say this. You, you are a... Uh, I look up to you as a, as a father figure in in this profession, and I, I admire you, and I admire everything that you have taught me, and and all the experiences we've had together. So, this here, this kind of last chat that we have about this has meant a lot to me, 
and um, I'm I'm gonna miss you, man. I'm gonna well, miss you a lot. You know, it's nice that people are saying all these nice things. I will tell you, I don't. It's a very. It's made me extremely uncomfortable while I've enjoyed hearing all these things because I'm not dying. I know you're not. Like people are asking me, uh, "Is your family coming in for the final show?" And I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> I'm not dying. I'm just not going to be Monday morning. I won't be on the air at six o'clock. There's nobody's dying. Not that, as far as I know. I mean, I have no control over that, but um, no, I mean, whatever. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, always, always enjoyed working with you. I will tell you that pretty much my memory of you will be probably more than anything else. Oh yeah. He's the freak that memorized entire first round NHL draft classes <laughs> from pick one to 31 in order. Oh. Like that's not something you should be proud of, by the way, or laughing about. I'll, I'll remember you as which Brayton. Oh yeah. That was the freakish producer who memorized draft picks in order. <laughs> he was strange. I, I just love sports history. I do. There, so there. do I. Yes. Well, actually, you had the longest run, right? Of any I of did. Our I, I was the so longest. I suppose producer. I should say something nice. You no, I mean, I I don't like this whole you know, getting sappy stuff. But uh, <laughs> look, we can't do the show without the producers. Nobody can. Right. You know, your on-air talent could be smart. They could be funny. They could do all this stuff. Show's got to be run. Show's got to be run, and it's got to be run the right way. And the producer around here contributes, contributes plenty to the show on the air, behind the scenes. You know, all the stuff that has to be, you can't do, you literally cannot do the show without a good producer. And a producer that also will uh, clip some stuff and, and make fun of you from time to time on the air, correct? Yeah, and has to correct all my writing on the website. Yeah, that's okay. Because all my stories are always grammatically incorrect. <laughs> so. Oh God, Howard posted another article. <laughs> I better go in and make 17 corrections. So thanks. Well, I, I thank you for the no, years thank working you. with you. Oh, sh- stop. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> we used to have, right? This is us. This is a routine. We yes, this is a routine. Thank you. I, I appreciate oh, this. Thank you so much, Appreciate Howard. it. Remember, I'm not dying. We know. Okay. We're just going to miss you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 